Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now I've arrived into Dingle and my first guest is Sean Murphy from Murphy's uh, Ice Cream. I've been here many times, Sean, and I think you've been here over 20 years. Lovely to be in Dingle. Uh, tell us about your business, Murphy's Ice Cream. Absolutely, Bobby. First of all, welcome. Welcome to Dingle and into Murphy's Ice Cream. Um, yeah, look, we, we were coming to Dingle back in the 90s and just it, it wanted great ice cream. The, the dairy in Ireland is so fantastic. And uh, Dingle was this town that was just starting to really bubble and grow and get exciting. And um, so we came in here and started, started working out how to make ice cream that was, that was to the standards we wanted and, uh, and just grew it up from there. You've always been very innovative, Sean, around flavors, um, the connection between, you know, the cow and the cone and all of that. How important has that as your your story been? And it's a it's a genuine, authentic story. But how is important? How important is that to the sales of ice cream? Yeah, look, I think I think you're absolutely right. I think more and more your customer, they understand the difference between an authentic story and a bunch of, you know, Marketing, marketing, right? Uh, nothing against the marketing people, I guess, but they know the difference. And so, you know, having that authentic story, being able to buy directly from local f- uh, producers here, from the milk to the eggs to, you know, um, yeah, to knowing all of our suppliers, it really does make a difference. I think it makes a difference in the taste of the product, but also in, in people's relationship to it. Uh, so I think people do know the difference and they care. I see we're outside, we're just inside your shop now, but when I arrived uh, out on the street, good old fashioned, uh, letting people taste the ice cream, enticing them in. Like these are old marketing, I suppose, I wouldn't call them tricks, but they're old marketing practices, but they work. Look, absolutely. I mean, if, if your product tastes good, if that's, if that's the thing, then that's what you feature. Do you know? So, so we were sitting outside the shop for years wondering how to get people to notice us and to come in. You know, in the first couple of years when we started, we were the crazy Yanks doing fancy food down in Dingle. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we played around with fonts and colors and everything else. And that was, the, that was the thing that really worked. It was the thing that connected with. And it's the thing that just, it brings people in, it gets them back. And then once you taste it, you understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you always had some mad flavors. Is there anything uh, uh, that you've been doing recently that might whet our listeners' appetite? Well, look, right now we're, we're playing a lot with, um, with fruity flavors. So we have a, a blackcurrant um, sorbet coming out. We've had the gin and peppercorn in there for a while. Um, obviously, things which are now standards, but were mad originally, like the brown bread and the sea salt. You know? And so we, we tend to start out with madder things, and then over time, they tend to sink into being standards. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure to talk to you all, as always, Sean. Uh, Murphy's Ice Cream, folks, right here in the heart of Dingle. Mr. Sean Murphy, a legend in his own ice cream. Thanks, Bobby. Good luck. Now I'm continuing my food journey in this wonderful town of Dingle. I walked up the street, uh, the little cheese shop, and Mark is the proprietor here. I've talked to him before because I know he listens to the show. Mark, it's lovely to see you here on your own stomping ground in your own business, the little cheese shop. Thanks, Bobby. You're welcome to Dingle. Tell us the story of the little cheese shop. I know you're not a, a Dingle man, but they threw their arms around you when you came down here. Yeah, I tell them they're lucky to have me. Anyone who tells me I'm a blowing, I say, you're so lucky I chose here. So myself, I'm, I'm from County Carlow. I moved here about 20 years ago. I came for a day like most people and just stayed here. 
the cheese shop uh, itself it came up uh, I've been here nearly five years now so yeah. it was owned by a German lady before that Maya Bender she was a cheesemaker and I was just at the right place at the right time she yeah. asked me did I know anyone that would be interested and I was like Pick me. I said and I was actually doing my Christmas shopping when I did this and I was like yes I will and I came back we had a chat and ever since I just love it well to, just to describe for our listeners I'm in Mark's shop here the little cheese shop and there's a counter that must be what five six feet long I, there's probably 50 60 70 cheeses in it and every single one of them are Irish just tell our listeners about what's on display here, Mark. Yeah, so it's, it's a big part of what I do. Like, growing up, I always felt that you shop local. And I think here, the cheeses we have, the pasture we have, the farmers we have. So everything I have on the counter is Irish. I'll generally have it that way, and there will be one or two continental cheeses. But the rest is Irish. And I work directly with the farmers themselves right around Ireland, a great relationship with them. And we have cheese here that can match, in Ireland, I mean, that can match cheese anywhere in the world like fantastic so it is and the good thing about this business is that if somebody discovers it you'll ship cheese anywhere to anybody won't you within Ireland yeah yeah. and also with that as well like we it is a very niche shop but we welcome everyone even if you don't know much about cheese you're welcome to come in here and we'll find a cheese that suits you do you know yeah now, I want to taste something when I'm here, Mark. I, I'm very partial to the blue. I love Sanagars. I see a young buck there that I've had before. Uh, that comes from, I think, somewhere in Down. Is it County Down? Yeah. Yeah. Up and down. yeah. Uh, young buck, like it's famous. Have this, if you love your blues, Bobby, have this one as well, which is uh, Ballyhooley Blue. Let's the ni- try that. And Let's that try so that. it's quite intense. Now, this is not the starter one. This is not the starter blue. Well, you know me, Mark. If there's food on offer, uh, I'm certainly somebody who'll sample it for you. So wh- while you're eating that, I'll explain it to everyone. Okay, so... It's made by Frank Shinnick down in Fermoy. Everything Frank does, organic, like he's such a great cheesemaker. People will know St. Gall, and St. Gall is the cheese that I'm using on the raclette machine tomorrow outside here for the taste trail. So that's what you're eating, Bobby. Big and intense, isn't it? This is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And it's 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 a really nice colour. It's like a, a, a yellow and orangey blue cheese. So, yeah. And it, even the name itself, Ballyhooley Blue. You heard it here, folks. Ballyhooley Blue. Get yourself some. Best luck in the festival, Mark. And thanks for the lovely welcome. And always good to see you. Thanks, Fabia. Now I've survived my first ever lock-in in a cheese shop. Yes, Mark locked me in to taste cheese. So I've escaped that. And I've wandered up the street uh, to uh, Bean, a coffee shop. And I'm delighted to be joined by the owner of this said shop, Justin Burgess. How are you, Justin? I'm good, Bobby. How are you? Good. Now, the lovely shop here, uh, Justin, Bean and Dingle, I love your sign. Um, Tell us about your shop. We are a special coffee roasting company. Um, We roast just outside of Dingle, and then this is our main flagship shop. So we've been here since 2015, and um, we've been roasting since 2018. So, um, yeah, we roast all different types of coffees, from Honduras to Brazilian to Ethiopian to Kenyan. So, yeah, we have a nice uh, selection of coffees, and uh, we're all one big family business. So um, my fiancé is our head roaster. My brother is my co-partner director. My mum and dad do all the baking. So it's one big I part. met your dad there on the way out. He, he looked like a, a, a very weary man. He was, you were, he was helping you set 
set up for the espresso martini counter uh, for today as it is now. So isn't it wonderful? I, I just admired that, just, you know, that you have the support of people like your dad who'll come in and give you a dig out when, you know, when, when all shoulders need to be to the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the one thing about having a family business. You have to call in the Calvary from time yeah. to time. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, they've got to have to work a good bit over this weekend. Yeah. But yeah, it should be good fun. Yeah. Tell me this. You were a man who's gone from roasting to retail. So you started roasting and then opened up the retail outlet. Often it's the other way around. Can you talk to our listeners a little bit about that? Yeah, so like we actually had the shop kind of before we started roasting. So we got that feel of being baristas and then we went actually into the roasting and now we're more into the retail. So we kind of got the shop experience first and then went on to the roasting. Um, and it's worked out really well and we've got a good online presence as well and we ship nationwide and um, yeah we just do our best to give out the best coffee we possibly can and educate people in a way that seems like friendly and a good atmosphere environment. Now the pandemic thankfully is behind us Uh, I don't even like talking about it but it must have businesses like this in a small enough community uh, must have it must have been a real challenge for you the two years of the pandemic. Yeah it was um, it was very difficult and we obviously had to adapt so we started to do kind of local deliveries of the coffee you know went around to local people that used to come into the shop and they wanted to order bags of coffee so they directly got on hold of us and we started to bring pe- bring coffee to the people we actually decided to open up our second store in Kalani during the Covid <laughs> pandemic so it was a little bit of a risk but we sure we'd go for it anyway it would take the gamble so and it seems to be paying off okay now so Okay, well, listen, it's great to be here, Justin. Great to see your shop. Uh, Bean and Dingle, folks. It's a great coffee shop here, just up at the top of the street, just below Dick Max, actually, where I might head shortly. So nice to meet you, Justin, and best of luck with the martinis tomorrow. Thanks, Bobby. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.